Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 929 the Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, 27th day of August. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Canton. Wonderful Canton. Wonderful Canton. Cherokee Canton. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sure they're having a wonderful morning up there. Hope they're having a wonderful weekend and everybody's staying hydrated. Yes, that is very important. <laughs> yes, we are. It is, totally. No, you're right. As we are here broadcasting live from beautiful Chateau Alain, Jim Ellis Automotive Celebrity Golf Classic, and um, waiting to find out what celebrity walks by here first. Everybody's kind of hustling and bustling, getting, getting things together. Set, man. They're getting it set, They man. ain't got Sam's breakfast, so he wants some vittles. You know what? It started out slowly. We came up here in the dark, and there was anybody around. Now there's signs of life. Yeah, and, and Mike and I were the first to test this. We were the first ones to walk on this planet. Because we got here. <laughs> we got here. There wasn't even an emergency. The dude who was the first one here to unlock the doors wasn't even here. Yeah. We were banging on doors. What? And then I had that fun part of he must have opened it and it went somewhere else. And so when you were looking for the – Mike was looking for the uh, driving range, I walked in. Door was unlocked. And, I, you know, you do that, hello, hello. <laughs> and you wait, wait, nothing. I could have nothing. I had my way of the, the, uh, the pro shop. Yeah. I could have had my way in there. You think so? I, well, I'd have, I'd have got to the parking lot. <laughs> there, there were some cameras in there. Eventually, they would have found me, but I got to the parking lot. Yeah. But anyway, like I said, it is all worked out, and, and these people couldn't be nicer up here, and some of the sales staff have come out. So we are hoping to get ourselves some celebrities. Okay. Who can we wish for? Who who can – yeah, you can push it. Who can we wish for as far as a celebrity? Well, I don't know. Sports, music, or – but You know what? There they could be some – local. Some... In this area, in this area, because I, I, I can't give anybody's addresses, but I know a uh, good many current and former Falcons live in this general vicinity. Yeah. So I would okay. not be surprised to see um, one or two come through and be a part of today. Well, I'll tell you this. I know that there won't be a couple folks from the um, – the was, oh, jeez, I forgot the show. Which one? Love and Hip Hop. Atlanta. Did you see about that the other night? Don't 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 surprise yourself. Am I right? She's laughing. She knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Them, them folks are visitors of the city. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they got into a, they got into one of them them discussions that folks have at two in the morning oh. after a little bit too much to drink. Uh, and somebody said something about somebody's you know uh-oh. extensions. Or somebody uh, said hey, something and pulled something hey, out. You, Next don't, thing you, you know, don't, you don't mess with that. They were very glorious mug shots taken. <laughs> Of women. That's, that's not good. Yeah, that's so, good. you know, I don't know. But this is, you know, one of those words. Anyway, it is uh, just after 7 on this Sunday morning, and this is when we turn things over to you. And I'm hoping that you got some really interesting sound, which I believe you do. We do, we do, local. we do. We're going to mix it up in, in, along the way in the things that we do. We do what we do. 
Jeanette, you know, there were some high school games yesterday, uh, day two of the Great Atlanta Bash. It started, of course, with Calhoun playing Carver Atlanta on Friday. Then there were more games yesterday, and it was hot. I mean, it was really hot. They showed the temperature on the field over at Midtown High School right there by Piedmont Park. It was like about 140. What? Oh, yeah. That's they, unsafe. They, 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 but but um, this one, they had a lot of breaks uh, <laughs> to, to get the players, to keep them hydrated. And uh, just they had hydration breaks. Uh, so the scores from over there, we got Miller Grove, 35-22 winners over Maynard Jackson. Uh, we had uh, Douglas County, 48-42 winners over Mays. And we had Douglas off to a 2-0 start with Coach Stanley Pritchett, former Falcon player, over over <laughs> over Booker T. Washington, 27 uh, to nothing. Over at uh, Morehouse last night, um, I think we had a game over there last night was, was I think, Southwest DeKalb and playing Tucker. Tucker was the winner in that game, so congrats to them as people are getting this season uh, started. Uh, next week we have some big games coming up as well. Of course, you want to tune into the High School Scoreboard Show with myself, Chris Parker. Uh, and, and if you want to hear a conversation that we had, a bit from the conversation we had with the executive director of the Georgia High School Association, Dr. Robin Hines, talked about NIL at the high school level and the fact that they're going to place it before the, 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 uh, the board of the high school association to bring NIL to Georgia. And his take on it is quite interesting. If you haven't seen it, go to our website, 929thegame.com. Click on high school sports. You'll get a chance to see it. Or if you follow Chris uh, on Twitter, if you go to my Twitter or X or whatever y'all calling it these days, uh, go to it and you and you, <laughs> okay. you, you, you will see a moving that entry, very interesting conversation. Um, the rest of the college football season gets going this week. Uh, we saw some games yesterday. Uh, Georgia State will get started Thursday night, taking on Rhode Island. Kennesaw State will start Thursday. They're playing Tusculum. Uh, we had Coach David Dean from University of West Georgia on yesterday. They will start Thursday against Lipscomb. Uh, so those are some teams that are, are going to be starting this season. Morehouse is going to start, I think, on the road. Uh, Eric, I think, correct me, they're going to be at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and they're playing Virginia Union. Uh, to kick things off. So it's a big, big, big occasion uh, for Morehouse and to go up and play up in Ohio at a very historic location. Now, speaking of college football, next weekend it all gets started. We had Gary Stoken on yesterday. He talked about Georgia Tech taking on Louisville in the AFLAC uh, kickoff game. We you don't get no money for that. Well, but, yeah, he we does, do, but you he don't does. get none. We don't get anything. But, but, but we could meet the duck for breakfast Friday morning. Remember you said, Ooh. yeah. Right, they're they, they gonna have vittles and a duck. Uh, at, <laughs> Is that gonna be your word of the morning? Now you're gonna have me saying it all the rest of the day. I'm gonna say they're gonna, they're gonna have vittles and a duck at, at, Merce- at Mercedes Benz State, and they're gonna ring the what? The oh New yeah, York the New, York, stock, York, New York Stock Exchange bell. They're gonna ring yeah. it from Atlanta. Yeah, you know that's a long straight. Friday morning. They're gonna do that. You know, hey, the mayor's gonna be there, the governor's gonna be there, and the Aflac duck. I show you how to signal. I'm gonna show, later <laughs> during the break. I'm gonna show you how to signal. That's very important because the Aflac duck brings some money. I, I will show you how to, um, mm-hmm. to signal. Were Morning. you on the floor? Were you on the floor for the New York Stock Exchange? I will show you how to signal. So you see those folks that are on the that are on the uh, trading floor. Yeah, they are normally they are they are. Um, I'm, I'm confused here for a minute. Okay, they are um, signaling to the people the people who are. On the, on the phones, mm-hmm. okay, and 
they have a sick. They have the way they do this. I don't remember the last forty seconds of what I said. Yeah, I know it. Cause I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I just have no idea. So if we'll, I cussed we'll, Eric we'll, we'll, into we'll, thing. We'll, 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 we'll circle back to that because what okay. we do want to talk about some. It, it, it's morning. How you doing? People are coming up with golf clubs. They're ready to go out and play. Well, we're at a golf course. Yeah, that, that's where we're. There's a tournament going that's on. That's where we're at. We're also not far. You know, a lot of fans follow University of Georgia. Had a chance to spend some time talking with Brad Nestler, CBS Sports, and he talked about. Um, the Georgia Bulldogs and the fact of them going for the three-peat. Let's check it out. Well, Sam, if you're talking about Georgia, uh, they're going to just pick up where they left off after back-to-back national championships. And if you really look at their schedule, um, you know, I've got them in week three against South Carolina, so Gamecocks can give them a game. We'll see. Uh, you know, the schedule sets up for them to kind of get to that game in November in Knoxville undefeated and maybe Tennessee will be too. I mean, that's how everybody's looking at it right now. Of course, a lot of things can go wrong along the way, but um, you know, Georgia's prospects, their defense is going to be just as good. You can't lose as many guys to the NFL as they have in the last two years and say, how do you lose all those number one draft choices? And, and you still have a defense that goes just the way Kirby's built it. And uh, the depth they've had over the years and the guys that got reps last year will be the stars of this year. I'm sure. And Brad, that's what I was fantastic. There you go. Well, it was nice how you you walked right up there, and it was like Brad was right here with us. There we go. Yeah, there Sam. And <laughs> that was wonderful. No, but he's talking about Georgia. This stuff we'll hear from a lot of people who've been guests here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, the aspect of 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 Georgia getting a three peat. Other people will talk about the three peat. Yeah. You won't get Kirby Smart. No, and and I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. Because listen, you're gonna you you know you don't want to jinx this thing, and there's too many variables in place for other teams to have a very surprising year too. So again, it'd be nice, and they have uh, what they say on paper. On paper, it looks like it should be done, right? Yeah, absolutely. But absolutely. they don't play them on paper, right? So yeah, everybody's pretty much said the same thing. They've all said that they are, you know, it's theirs to lose. Yeah. They will. We'll see that. We, 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 we got an awesome automobile that's about to come over here. Yeah. Because, so you're getting distracted now, too, huh? No, no. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to come and pull right up here because it's uh, because it was supposed oh, to be. Oh, it's going to be right next to us? No. Oh, we're moving? Yeah. Oh, tune in. This could be fun. <laughs> we need to let Eric know this. Yeah, we're going to. Well, listen, we, we, are, we are finding out. This is real-time broadcasting. See, this is the kind of stuff I love. we we got to call an audible. I know I'm gonna help you out, Mike. We're gonna help you out. Yeah. Sam can go he gotta get vittles, but yeah. I'm gonna help you move. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help him move, but but we're gonna get with Eric about something that we can air during this time. Well, that's why Eric does a show. But Eric no, we, is, we can let him know some things we can air something from Friday night from the scoreboard show. Oh, especially. your show, yeah. Why don't we, you know, Eric, I mean, we, we had Jesse Tuggle on and it was a fantastic conversation with him um about his time at Griffin High School. And I think you know if we got to move around here, something's going to take some time. Yes, we we can we can. Steakhouse had to deal with this not too long ago too. Yeah, so we got to have to revisit. If, if it's good enough for a steak in them, well, it's good enough for us. We're probably going to have to slide our, our seven twenty guests. Yes, we will make that. We will make that call and, and, and make that happen. She's part of the family. Karen will understand. Yeah, we got we got 
Uh, Sam, away. the house is being broke, <laughs> broke down right here. No more of these explanations. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here, beautiful Chateau, Chateau Alon, for the Jim Ellis Automotive Celebrity uh, Golf Classic. We will be back with you in a little bit, but there's some alterations and decisions that are being made right now. So we got something special for you from the Friday Night High School Scoreboard Show, and then we will be back with you ASAP. But we can't thank you enough for letting us be a part of your Sunday mornings. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. It's school days on the high school scoreboard show. As Sam and Coach check in with the legend of Georgia high school football. Brought to you by Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And we thank Jim Ellis for being with us here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. The High School Scoreboard Show uh, for the first time this season. So glad you're with us uh, wherever you are. Myself here and Chris Parker uh, inside the Kia Studios. And we're going to check in with our reporters who are out around the area. But right now is that time that we always enjoy. Uh, you know, just talking about Friday nights. And we, we always get people who've accomplished great things beyond Friday nights. And the farther they get away from it, nobody talks to them about it, Chris. But we do. What we do, we do yeah. that's what we're going to talk about. And, and we're going to talk with someone tonight that people know uh, from a great, great, great career with our Atlanta Falcons and in the, in the, in the, the ring of honor. Uh, but we're not going to talk with him about that. No, no, no. Yeah, no. And, and, and I went to we're West Georgia. Griffin. I went to West Georgia, so we're definitely not going to talk with him about Valdosta State. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but we are going to talk to him about Griffin. Jesse the Hammer Tuggle, welcome to the Scoreboard Show. How you doing? Sam, hey Chris, hey man, hey guys, I'm doing great, man. This is so cool. You know, I know you had mentioned that you wanted me on the show for the high school uh, reminiscing, and I tell you what, I'm glad to be here. We're glad to have you here, and um, Griffin, Georgia. I've been there on a Friday night. I don't know, Chris. I don't know if you've ever been to Griffin on a Friday night. I have night. been. I have. You know, been. Jesse, how do you describe Griffin on a Friday night for somebody who hasn't well, been the, there? The, the first thing I want to tell you is this. <laughs> Griffin High School have produced more NFL athletes than any high school in the whole state of Georgia. Yo. And it's like 35 and counting or something like that. It's a, it's a large number. But I will tell you, on Friday nights, it's like no other place. You know, I, I grew up, at the time when I played in high school, there was only one high school. It was Griffin High, although that Griffin, Georgia has Spalding High School now. But can you imagine a county that was Griffin and Spalding County going to one high school? Mm-hmm. So we had uh, over 2,000 students. And the, uh, my graduating senior class, you know, we had over 650 students that graduated. You know, so it was a large high school at that time. But it was only it was only quad A, which is, it sounds weird now because I don't know how many A's they have now, but quad A <laughs> was the largest yeah. when I came out in 1983. And we tried to represent the state very well. Jesse, if my math serves me right here, you were on a team that made the semifinals and the championship game. I mean, two really good teams. Absolutely. What what moment stands out as your favorite moment playing for Griffin? One of my favorite moments had to be, uh, I guess my senior year, we were playing Clark Central. And Clark Central was a school at this time. There was a powerhouse school like Griffin and also like Velasta and Lowndes and all those schools, and, and we took our team up there and, you know, and beat Clark Central High School. And and that was in the Death Valley, and it was on the road, and it was an unbelievable win. And one thing I want to say to all your fans and, and to you guys as well is that certain things that happen in high school on Friday nights 
it lasts a lifetime. I mean, I, you know, I played college ball and pro ball for years, but that I still have memories. After 40 years, we just had our 40th year high school reunion, and after 40 years, man, I still can recall some plays that I made in high school. So that I think that's real cool. Well, we're spending time here on School Days guest tonight. We are thrilled to have Jesse Tuggle with us. Uh, the Jesse the Hammer Tuggle. But I got to tell you something, Jesse. First time I ever saw Griffin, I was with some guys. We went down to Noonan on a Friday night, and they mm-hmm. were playing Griffin. And it was like a college game. Talk <laughs> about those games against Noonan and LaGrange and oh what made, what hey, made hey, those Sam, games so special, right? Sam, you, you bring back a lot, of, a lot of great memories. Okay, when the Griffin High Bears, you know, played Noonan or LaGrange, some of those schools that were, that we consider our biggest biggest robberies, it was it was unbelievable on Friday night. You know, you got your you got your immediate family there, you got your friends there, you got the classmates there, and you know on a Friday night, and you represent the Griffin Bears. And when Noonan or Lagrange they came in town, it was even larger because these are our next door neighbors in a sense, like Coweta County and Spalding County, and. Um, so it was like you wanted to put you wanted to play your best on Friday night. There's nothing like Friday night lights, and it was something. It was absolutely amazing. If I had a time clock, they can spin it back. Uh, I would love to go back when I was 18 years old. You know, playing it, playing for the Griffin Bears. Sam, Sam, I did my homework on this. Okay, and okay. for this, Jesse's team as a senior, they lost to Lagrange seven to eight in the regular season. Seven to eight. Yeah. I guess a two point conversion. <laughs> but guess what? They played them again in the playoffs. 35 to 10. 35 to 10. I had to keep it PG, but they got it, you know? Yeah. It it was was a lot of great memories, you know. But my senior year was, um, it was, was to me, it was a classic year. The biggest drawback my senior year, we lost against Peachtree High School. I Mm -hmm. I don't know if they even have a football team now. And, um, but they beat us, and we thought for sure that we'll be the team from the north to go to represent, you know, and play about Austin. Because back in those days, it was all about some team coming from the north mm-hmm. to play about Austin. Every year, it's going to be about Austin, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they, they had won so many state championships at the time. And But I learned a valuable lesson. You never overlook any team or any opponent. You just come ready to play every Friday night. And we go to Peachtree, and they actually beat us there. And um, it ended all our dreams. But – it was a roller coaster ride that year. It was awesome, and um, I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, yeah. You, you talk about, you know, we had Chuck Smith on. Chuck talked about you, there were the North Georgia teams and the South Georgia teams, and you really didn't play during the regular season, but you would hear about somebody in South Georgia says, "Boy, I hope we get to, I hope we get to play." And you had to get to the state championship game to to play that. Was it somebody that you wanted to get to? Somebody you heard about and said, "Boy, I just want to get them. I want to get them." And, and they, <laughs> and they kind of got away from you because they didn't do like they do today. You know, it, it's true, though, because back, you know, back in the early 80s, um, uh, my, well, my senior year, the 1982 football team, uh, it was remarkable because, you know, you really had the North versus the South and you mm-hmm. wanted to represent. I know I was an all-star that year, so I, you know, I remember being an all-star for the North. And we played at Georgia Tech, you know, in the All-Star game. And I played against a guy, uh, his name was Keith, uh, Keith Reddins, um, played at Brunswick High School. 
and he represented the South. We both played the identical same position, where they called outside linebackers. And I've been hearing about this guy all year long. This guy Keith Redding. Keith Redding is so good. He's so good. So when I got to the All Star game at Georgia, Georgia Tech, I wanted to show that I was the best linebacker, you know, <laughs> in the North or the South. And uh, it was ironic that you know Keith and I wound up going both going to Boston State, and we, we both were like very shy guys, quiet guys, because we we was at Georgia Tech for a whole week, you know, how you train for the All Star game, and um, but we never did see each other, never did talk to each other. But he's one of my best friends ever now. And uh, we talk about those high school days when he wore the red for the South and I wore the blue, you know, for the North. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was cool, man. You know, you represent the North and South. I, I thought that was, a, that, was, that was pretty awesome. And, um, and, um, and, and I do remember being at Georgia Tech. And the head coach was Clark Central, Coach Henderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For yeah. Clark Central, the legend coach. And he was the head coach for the North. And I can remember being in a meeting where we was all had all the star players there. And out of all people, he said, you know what? I want you guys to play like this little guy from Griffin. He, you know, he's about 5'10", five 5'11", foot five foot you know, maybe 185 pounds soaking wet. But I tell you what, if you ask this guy right here, he'll run through a brick wall. That's Jesse Tuggle from Griffin, Georgia. And when he said that, it sort of like <laughs> totally shocked me. You know what I mean? You know? And, and, and then after 40 years, I still remember that exact comment. And it meant a lot to me because, um, you know, when you play so hard, you don't know if anyone recognizes how hard you play. And, and, but for a head coach like Coach Henderson to say that about me and so many players he coached, that, that meant a lot to me. And that always stuck in my mind. And, um, and that helped me throughout, throughout college and my pro career. No matter what size you are, you just give a lot of – you go out there and play with a lot of hard, good things that happen. And that's how I always played in my whole career. That's what a great lesson. That's one of the things I love to hear on here, Sam. Yeah. The, the, um, the stories like that where you're a coach and you have no idea this gentleman that you're pumping up is going to play in the Super Bowl, yeah. you know, 15 years later. Right. So <laughs> you don't know that. You're just encouraging. And that's what makes it great. But, Jesse – uh, you, it is. I think one of the reasons people liked you as a player and gravitate to you as you played in college and the NFL is you were a little bit smaller and you did have to really earn everything you had. There's a lot of guys out now recruiting so much different now than it was in your day. But there's a lot of guys out there now that think they're better than they're being recruited, right? Just like you probably Absolutely. did. Absolutely. What, what advice you know would what? you have for those guys? You know, my, my biggest thing is to tell young players is that don't get caught up in the ratings. You know, some guys are going to be – Five stars, two stars, three stars, but in reality, what does that really mean? Yeah. Okay, so don't so don't get caught up in the ratings. I, I think a five star to me, what it means is that you're the ideal height, ideal height, ideal weight, extremely fast, extremely strong, mm-hmm. and they're gonna list you as a five star. But that don't take away a kid who's probably not the ideal height, but has more talent. That makes sense. Yeah. So on Friday night, he can produce and make more plays. Than the larger guy that who is that five star, but but it doesn't matter. I always tell young people, don't let anyone judge you by your physical size, but the size of your heart. That means go out there and play as hard as you possibly can, run to the ball, and do everything you've been taught to do, and don't worry about people giving you a status or giving you a grade or giving you a star. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and then if what happens after that happens. Um, whether you play 
only you play high school, you get a scholarship, go to college. I don't care if you're playing Division Two or Division One. Take advantage of a scholarship. It'll change. It'll change your whole life. You'll meet people that will be your friends for the next thirty to forty years, and and you will always always be a part of the school that gave you the opportunity to play college sports. That's that's awesome. You know, all, not all of us can play for the University of Georgia or University of Alabama, but if we go to Boston State, if we go to West Georgia, like you, Sam, <laughs> if we go to um, yeah. any school, you're going to be a part of that the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And um, and I feel proud to be a Boston State Blazer. Um, I got about 30 friends that we came in at 18 years old, and then we all 58 years old, and that we've been friends for 40 years. So no matter where you play, enjoy it all. Take it in. Time goes by fast, and just be ready for that that ride. That ride lasts a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Griffin. He talked about the number of pro players that have come out of Griffin. They've also had some Olympians. Well, one was a pro player and an Olympian, Willie Galt. But there was also yeah. one down there that I found out was a relative of yours, Wyoming Matthias. Yeah. That's the pressure. He got his own family down there, man. Gold medalists in the Olympics. There's no gold medalists in my family. There's no gold medalists in my family. What kind of pressure was that, man? What kind of pressure was that on you? I say, well, a lot of pressure. I've been very fortunate. (laughs) You know, uh, Wamatias is my mom. My mom, my mom, uh, mother, main name is Tyus. My mom and Wyoming Tyus are first cousins. I can remember a time growing up when my mom used to tell me stories that, hey, my first cousin outrun boys when she was younger. You know, she had, <laughs> she had boy speed, right? Yeah. That was so funny to me to say she had boy speed. All right, so, and then um, and then when she goes to the Olympics, you know, win gold medal, I'm like, from Griffin, Georgia, from Griffin, Georgia. Because, you know, my mom came from Jackson, Jackson, Georgia, and, um, and she just kept telling us that story over and over again. And I can remember it. After years and years go by, and I make it to the Falcons, that uh, Wamatai's come, and she goes, you know what? I am so proud of you. How's your mom doing? Uh, I said, she's doing great. She said, I'm, I'm going to come and see her next summer. And she came to my mom's house, our house, down in Griffin, and it was just so amazing just to hear them talk. And my mom never did play sports, but she just – was so proud of Wyoming, and I was so proud of her. And, and Wyoming was so proud of me yeah. that her cousin, uh, son, made it to the NFL. You know what I mean? So I think for a little small town like Griffin, and you see guys like Willie Gawk and then uh, Wyoming Tyus and Rayfield Wright, and then you got myself, you know, Freddie Gilbert, um, Randy Baldwin, just name after name after name, Ben Talley, just so many names that, you know, come from this little small town, 40 miles south of Atlanta. And then I have had my friends say, hey, man, what is in the water in Griffin? (laughs) (laughs) Now, you you take a kid like uh, D. Alford, who is next door neighbors to my my wife's cousin in Griffin that lives next door, that um, now he's the kick returner and the Mm -hmm. corner that come in for the Falcons. Yep. You know, he he made the team last year. He's from Griffin, Georgia. I know exactly where the kid lives at. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so and it's, it's funny, my oldest son, Justin, you know, for my 58th birthday, you know, he made this T-shirt for me, and it says, undrafted. Then on the back of it, it says, work ethic, never give up, never quit, hard work. And, and then he got my picture on the front. And I thought that could, that was the most perfect gift I could have got to be 50 when I was turned 58 years old. And he got 50 on the back. And 
And top all that off is a shirt that he personally designed for me and personally made for me. And and one day I go on YouTube and I see D. Alfred from Griffin wearing my T-shirt. Wow. And he says to me, this is what motivates me. Now, <clears throat> mm. that almost that almost cheered me up a little bit <laughs> because <laughs> because um, it means it means that much. Like how much they have this, my son proud of me, and and um, D. Alfred, he's from Griffin Park, proud of me, and there's a lot of other people from that you know from that little small town. But it makes you want to go out and represent a city that you care a lot about, and I felt like I did the most I possibly can do. They're representing Griffin Bears, and uh, when I look back, I feel proud of myself. Yeah, and I'm sure they're proud of you as well. We appreciate you spending some time and reflecting and uh, and sharing with us. Um, when I reached out to you, I said, "Man, I hope you don't mind coming on and talking right. with us a little bit." <laughs> but uh, but uh, I, I figured you would enjoy it, and I figured you would you would you would bring something to us that we got from you tonight. I totally enjoyed this. Absolutely. I think I think our listeners enjoyed it as well. College Hall of Fame. Hey, yeah, and should be you, pro sir. hall of fame. Should be pro hall of fame. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You should be. It's, it's should been be a pleasure there. talking to you and Sam. And Sam, before you guys go, I just wanted to say I remember uh, when I was a player, and um, and you worked with a media source here in Atlanta, and um, and I can remember my son, my oldest son, and uh, and Jared um, for the Falcons. They was all on the field together. And my oldest son at this time, he was the oldest, and he was about six or seven years old. He carried my helmet running off the field. Mm-hmm. And you are right there with us the entire time, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who would have known after all these years? You know what I mean? Yeah, just man. Like, some, sometimes, you know, I always tell people that, you know, obviously pictures, you know, freezes time. And um, and then videos is like a thousand words. You know, it just gets so much. So when I look back at the old videos and I see – Myself and my young kids, for Justin or Jared and Jessica, we on the field, and I got you got that camera running right in my face, <laughs> asking me questions, and and now after all the years, man, it is good to talk to you, number one, and Chris, are you also, and just reminiscing and letting your fans know that we're we just real people, man, we're real people that got an opportunity to do something we thought that were extra special in our life, that nothing different than me than your listeners. We just happened to be, um, you know, I was just blessed with some talent to play pro football. But now I appreciate it more than I ever did when I was younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so just coming to your show, reminiscing. I didn't remember. I didn't think I was going to remember some of that stuff until you asked me. So. <laughs> but, uh, but I just want to thank you and Chris for allowing me to come on. It, it is appreciated. Oh, we thank you so much. We appreciate you so much for the time. Thanks for the time, man. Look forward to seeing you soon. Yes, sir. You take care of yourself, man. All right, Chris. Good talking to you as well. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Yeah, we're back. I probably got two of those good mornings I I owe some folks. This has been an interesting morning. And and this is, like I said, live. When you do the stuff live and, and things happen, it's it's what makes it interesting. Yeah. Right? Everything. Yeah. There's nothing more boring than perfection. <laughs> right? Everything happens the way it's supposed to be. We got we got beautiful people coming up in front of us here, and now we discovered we have another guest. Yeah. And a very special guest. Yeah. Somebody who I <laughs> walked up on me, and I was like, "Damn, I owe this dude money." And then I looked again. I said, like, "Oh, hang on a second. Yeah. And so we're gonna we're gonna. Come up at the uh, top of the hour. We're going to be joined by somebody who has taken advantage of something that they learned 
with Sam and Greg. How about How's that for a tease? How about that? That's a good way to do it? That does. That All does, right. That does it. All right. Right, Pim- right now. We got a family member ready to come on here. We want to thank her for well, being patient with us. Yeah, being, yeah. But she does that, right? Does, does she? Does, does, oh, yeah. She, she adapts. She can go wherever she well, okay. very much does that. We know she does it with us. I'm well, sure she does, she does it with other well, folks. Well, she knows she has to do that when it comes to us anyway. But she's standing by in New York uh, where the U.S. Open is about to start. <laughs> we already got a giggling. But she's been but she's been out there for a week already. She just can't wait. Karen Pesteda, Tennis Panorama News. Good morning. Welcome. Good morning, guys. I first, I, for a minute, I thought you guys were late because, you know, I know those crazy thunderstorms in Atlanta. I'm thinking, okay, did the lightning strike the studio or something? Karen, <laughs> we anyway. would pray for some rain. Hey, we ain't had no rain in a week or so. We're yeah. just now getting some. So rain would have been <laughs> would have been welcome here, but that's, that's not the case. We are out at a uh, celebrity golf t- uh, tournament here north of the city. And, Listen, you have been. How much time have you been spending on? I don't even know what train she takes to go into the yeah. Queen. Well, how many how many trains you got to take to come from your house to uh, to Arthur Ashe Stadium? If I'm doing mass transit, really only uh, go I go across the bridge, and I'll get the uh, get the seven train. I'll take the seven, or depending, there's also the Long Island Railroad that goes to has a stop, but what uh, would be Met Willis Point. Um, so either one, it depends on the day. Because most no of the time I'm avoiding driving over there. It can get ah, crazy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who, who wants to the do that? The Mets are in towns. It's okay. The Mets are in town. So it's really crazy because yeah, they're really. separated you, you, by you, a short boardwalk. Yeah, you, you you have our condolences with the Mets being in town. That's, that's bad <laughs> stuff. Well, but I you, hate you've to been... tell you this, but I'm a Yankee fan, so it's worse. Okay, <laughs> well, okay. Well, 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 we already had them down here a week ago. We, we clean house on them, too. Uh, look, you've been out there all week. Talk about what it's like this week because – and you saw some of our home folks also. Before we talk about yeah. them, talk about this week and all the different events. Greg, she's been invited to all types of things. Karen's been all over the – you've been the social butterfly up there this week. That's why I'd be bringing my own I car. have. Yeah, she I probably refer- had a change. This week, <laughs> this week at the U.S. Open is – they refer to it as fan week. It's the week of the qualifying tournament. Now, there's so many places that are left in the main draw. However, with the qualifying tournament, um, 16 players, 16 men, 16 women play another tournament to get into the main draw. But there are tons of events that go on on site besides the qualifying tournament. There's, there's concerts, player practices, special appearances. But between that, I'm also going, doing what I refer to as U.S. Open Party Patrol. And I say this because I get invited to a lot of photo opportunities and interviews and clinics. So I've been all over the place. There was one day, was it Tuesday? Tuesday or Wednesday? I was up in East Harlem for a WTA clinic with Harlem Junior Tennis. Then I shot down to Wall Street where um, Babylot was having a children's clinic with Jennifer Brady, an American player that's been off tour for two years because of injury. Then I'm headed back up into Midtown to see, number one, Carlos Alcaraz sign a seven-year deal with Babylot. And then that night, I go to the, uh, <laughs> there's a, yo, I'm not, I, this, is, this is one day I'm talking about. That night, this is fantastic. This is great stuff. I go over to the back to the qualifying to check out some stuff and talk to a couple of people. And then I get back into Manhattan and go to a, there's a player 
player party event with the PTPA, that new union that some of the uh, tennis players are putting together or have joined. They had their own players party. There hasn't been a true U.S. Open players party, I want to say, in 10 years. So I'm there because I'm real. there are a lot of players there to see and talk to, but I was really waiting for Novak Djokovic, right? And um, Novak was supposed to show up at a certain time, but he's kept busy and whatnot. And from my understanding, that night he met uh, Lino Messi. So, but no one told any of us that. So I said, oh, it got to a certain point. It's 11:30 midnight. Sorry, I can't wait for you, Nole. I got to get home and get some sleep. <laughs> so, you know, you don't have uh, to get me started on that. <laughs> well, you know, he's a busy guy. But but anyway, so that was one of my days only. They they were all kind of like that. But uh, now pretty much the parties are over. Today, big day at um, the U.S. Open. It's practice day, open practice. So all the players are out on all the courts. Good day for fans, uh, getting autographs and seeing all the players out there. Um, I highly recommend those of you in the... New York City tri-state area come out for um, what is referred to as practice day. And, of course, tomorrow, day one. Yep. Day one. Yeah, folks, we're spending time on the waitfor.com hotline with Karen Pistana, Tennis Panorama News. And she is social. You can always find everything she does. And, man, she has been filling up the, the, this uh, Twitter, Twitter site all week. Uh, you can find her at Tennis News TPN, at Tennis News TPN. We want to see more pictures of her, though. She's busy showing you the people. Uh, Karen, you saw some of our home folks. We mentioned there's a group of 30 oh, young people yep. uh, with the NJTL here in Atlanta that made the trip. And you had a chance to meet them, right? Yes. Yesterday I met uh, Coach Wink's group. Uh, there were about 40 of them, I, I guess, coaches, kids, um, parents. And they were making their um, annual trip to Arthur Ashe Kids Day in the U.S. Open. And um, I got to meet, I guess now, Coach Hart. We use Coach Wink, who passed, and now Coach Hart. And um, it, it's something that I b- began in 2013. And mm-hmm. with the exception of a couple years, they've been up on Kids Day and have tons of meetings or gatherings with some of the Atlanta-based players or former players. Um, they told me that they, they're scheduled to meet up with Coco Goff and Chris Eubanks, who was once a member of that program, and a couple other players, which I met this week several times, Alicia Parks I kept bumping into at these different party events. Um, and I'm forgetting, oh, John Jenkins, a lot of, yep. it's like Atlanta, oh, it's like an unofficial Atlanta Open uh, during that? the U.S. Open. Uh, you mentioned so Taylor Townsend. You yep. mentioned Taylor, yep. Taylor Townsend, Townsend who's up there, mm-hmm. and uh, and, yes, and, uh, and great in doubles. We want to see what, what what she's able to do in doubles. And Carson Townsend, who's up there, she is on the doubles team from the University of North Carolina. She's from Atlanta. They won the national championship, and so she and her doubles partner will get the chance to play in the U.S. Open. So when she she goes yep. back to North Carolina to college, she can say what I did on my summer vacation. I, I know, but she's play. in the singles, and she's in the singles as well. So, and yeah, <laughs> I know it gets crazy. It doesn't happen very often with college players. Um, well, it's more now than ever. And speaking mm-hmm. of a college player, um, John Isner 
This is his last yes. tournament. Calling it, mm-hmm. calling it quits. Um, you know, he was top ten at, for at, for a uh, period of time. He was the number one American man, which you know was a, some banner to carry. I mean, right after Andy Roddick, <laughs> and uh, you know he never won a major in the semis, and of course. He has the great distinction of playing the longest ever tennis match at Wimbledon in 2010 against Nicholas Mahout that lasted over four days and was uh, uh, 70 68 in the fifth set. <laughs> that it, thank goodness it will never be repeated. <laughs> because thank goodness all the majors adopted a. Uh, a tie break in the fifth set at a certain point. So thank goodness yeah. for that. <laughs> uh, joining us uh, out here at beautiful Chateau Alain, it is Karen Pastana, Tennis Panorama. Joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Uh, you got me thinking about something, Karen. Are you a baseball fan at all? I am big Yankee fan here. And I know okay. we're having a horrible year. That's okay. No, 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 that's not what that was. That's, that's not what I was getting at. I'm trying to think now of a Yankee that falls into this camp. Well, you got a guy right now. Um, Giancarlo Stanton, who is... Oh, Giancarlo. <laughs> Giancarlo Stanton. He reminds me yep. of John Isner in that when you talked about Isner and he's getting ready to shut it down, he's a guy who hits long home runs. Isner's going to be known, other than the folks who follow tennis like you guys, he's going to be known as that dude with the big serve. That right? is he's true. Just got, he's got a monster serve, and that's what, and he's a monster himself. Okay, so yep. big, tall dude with a big serve. But as you said, never won a major, not really known to move the needle as far as the top players. But he's going to leave with still uh, a reputation, and not a bad one to have, you know. But, it, again, it's going to be about that, you know, that big serve of his. I, I say all that because we got a guy who's exiting stage left, and you got one that's coming back, and she got a little better history. And talk about what the ex- expectations are, Caroline Wozniacki. Uh, as she returns. Well, Carolyn Wozniacki, she, I mean, having seen her play a couple of matches leading into this, um, she's, you know, she, she looks like she still has the same speed and movement that she had. Well, you know, she's chasing around two kids, so that probably helps. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, seriously, and as a mother, I can say that. But, um, yeah, she looks, she looks good. I mean, she obviously, you know, kept, kept in shape, kept playing, Get practicing, you know. I would not sleep on her. You know, would not sleep sleep on her when playing. Or just because she's just coming back doesn't mean that she's not able to win some matches. Well, it's not just that, but uh, it's it's not just that though, uh, uh, Karen. Can you confidently say that there is a one during the Serena years? It was easy; it rolled off your tongue. But is there one person who you're going to say she's the favorite? Regardless, like, you know, we used to do with, with, with Serena or with Tiger. You know, where are you going to put your bet? On uh, this person or the field? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So where do you go with, with, with that in that there's no woman that I can, you know, honestly say this. It's theirs this year yeah. to lose. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. I mean, um, it's, you know, it's tough. It's, it's, we're in an age where, you know, yeah, Iga Sviantek is number one in everything. But any major could go to any player, and it's, it's just, just tennis is in cycles. You know, it's in cycles. There's people who are dominant, those who are not, and then you've got uh, a few people being able to win anything. 
Well, you know, that's tennis. Things change. Yeah. I mean, from the men's side, you go from the big three and big four, some people include Murray in that. And now you basically have <laughs> gone to, I guess, the big one plus one, meaning Alcaraz and, and Djokovic. So it's all in cycles. It's all in cycles. It is. We're watching for those things, watching for great things from our American players. Of course, we want to see Chris Eubanks reprise what we saw at Wimbledon. Um, you know, he had some success here in Atlanta, short stops at, at, at some of the other tournaments. Uh, he's already done a ton of media up there, and we're awfully all proud of him. We want to see him do well up there this week. Uh, and I think we're up against it. We're going to have to move yeah. on. Karen, we thank you for, for being, you know, you very versatile. We're going to have it next week. Oh, we're going to have it next week yeah. as well. And we appreciate yeah, uh, yeah. especially all the things you're doing. And so glad you were able to catch up with our home folks, with the, with, with the young people who are up there. So I'm glad you're able to do that as well. But uh, but thanks so much yeah. for the time as always. And uh, enjoy your week. Okay. I'll be in touch with you during the week. Oh, I can't call yep, her? Yeah, we'll do well, that. you can too. Okay. All right. You call her. I'll talk to her husband. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Karen. See you, Karen. Right, have a good one, guys. All right, thank you. Thank you again for being patient. Um, yeah, we'll talk to her next week because we always get her like two times during the majors. Oh so yeah, man, we'll absolutely. Maybe we'll give her a few extra minutes next week. Yeah. All right, listen. Well, again, for everybody, we uh, we want to apologize for the disconnect we had there. We're moving things around here out of Chateau Alain, but we are in our location. We got a nice, actually, a nice stable place right now. Yeah. This is actually a little made better we got our coffee still trying to get some bills from mr crenshaw has been saying earlier moving into the eight o'clock hour uh listen we will from one family member to another and that is tanitra batiste is going to be joining us coming up in the eight o'clock hour we got to make a call because we're going to adjust tanitra i know she's listening she thought she was coming up at eight o'clock straight up we're going to move her to 8 20 okay and you and i are going to talk about what happened under the lights last night at daytona Yep. We got to get into that, some NASCAR. And then a very special guest that's going to, well, actually, maybe we'll get the special guest there. Everything's fluid out here, folks. Everything's fluid, but the point is, we are out here, beautiful Chateau Alain. It's the Jim Ellis Automotive Celebrity Golf Classic. People are walking by having fun. The guys are eating biscuits over here, and we just couldn't be happier to be here. We got lots of sports to talk about. Stick around. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 TheGame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 